This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode here at Dear Hallmark. My name is Dara, and we are going to be talking about some Hallmark Channel stuff and Great American Family stuff and Up TV stuff, because that is what this podcast is about. The three titans in the made-for-TV romance space. So let's start off with some news, shall we? So Christmas Con put on by That's For Entertainment, announced some celebrity guests this past week, last week, actually, the final round of celebrity guests, which include Cameron Matheson, Jack Wagner, Melissa Joan Hart, Mario Lopez, James Denton, and last but certainly not least, because this is my creme de la creme, is Mr. Chad Michael Murray. Now, last year, he pulled out close to the time of the convention. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen the same time again. But so I'm I'm keeping my my glass half empty (laughs) because I don't want to get too disappointed. Granted, there are a total of 33 stars that are going to be there that are scheduled to be there we know that certain people pull out because of schedules conflicts and things like that but as it stands the the 33 celebrities are listed on their website they include our guy tyler andrew paul we have some newcomers such as mr webster miss kimberly sestad miss taylor cole if you are a fan of the goodwitch show Catherine bell is going to be there we also have Will Kemp, Brant Dougherty, who was in A Royal Runaway Romance this year. Um, we also have Mr. Mark Blucas of The Irresistible Blueberry Farm and so many others that are going to be in attendance. And VIP and the weekend passes are officially sold out. I believe all of the hotels are sold out, like literally the the hotels closest to the convention center are completely sold out at this point and so you'll have to look beyond that immediate radius of the convention center for your lodging if you're coming from out of town to the convention for the whole weekend they said soon enough they're going to start announcing events surrounding the convention so some of the things that are going to be taking place outside of your normal celebrity meet and greet area So I'm very curious to see what that is going to look like because they keep saying this is their biggest show yet. So I'm I'm curious what that's going to look like and how that will be translated in the events that they have. Along with that, Hallmark Media, which is still a chore for me to say, but that's neither here nor there. Hallmark Media has announced its newest signee. They signed a contract. Another actor, a beloved actor within our Hallmark universe, has been locked down by the crown. And that is Miss Allison Sweeney. We know her in most recently The Wedding Veil, Hannah Swenson Mysteries, Chronicle Mysteries, and a boatload of other movies on the Hallmark Channel. For those of you who are soap opera fans, you are familiar with her as well. 
she for a while the contract kind of thing the contract tennis match between great american family and hallmark was at a stalemate they not a stalemate because i don't think they they signed on the same amount of talent but it was quiet it was tumbleweed it was crickets and we didn't hear a lot from either camp in terms of contract signings but now Hallmark is starting that back up as Allison Sweeney just inked a multi-picture deal with Hallmark. And that news was announced on Monday and through Deadline um, Hollywood. So kudos to Allison Sweeney. Welcome to the crown. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Also, if you are someone who watches Dancing with the Stars, continue to vote and support Trevor Donovan. He is a Hallmark family, or I should say, Great American family. And you want to make sure to show your support and vote via text or online, however Dancing with the Stars does it nowadays. And from what I see, Dancing with the Stars is exclusively streaming on Disney+. Plus, So that's something you're able to watch it whenever you want to. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. And when I come back, we are going we are going to get into the movie that premiered this past weekend, Wedding of a Lifetime. So stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, my friends. Let's talk about Wedding of a Lifetime. So this is a movie that starred Jonathan Bennett and Brooke Dorsey. Can I say, seeing the previews for this, this movie looked wacky, ridiculous, and I was ready for it. I was ready for a Brooke Dorsey movie, having seen her in last year's A Dickens of a Holiday and Beverly Hills Wedding. She comes off incredibly charming and adorable and what's the word I want to use like she's just really good (laughs) she's really really good she's a really good actress so I was excited to see her in her first movie of the year um hopefully she's filming a Christmas movie at this point I hope she gives us a Christmas movie this season um so she and Jonathan Bennett who executive produced this by the way their Facebook live was the most beautiful hot mess I've ever seen and I loved it. Never have I ever laughed and just smiled through a Facebook Live. The the unthinkably good things Facebook Live, I definitely just had this endearing smile on my face. But like during this Facebook Live, you could tell that there's a deep like they they cultivated a true friendship between one another and that they cared for one another. With the way that Jonathan was picking with an on Brooke, it was cute and beautiful to see so if you haven't already go watch that facebook live because it is it's crazy and it's probably the best this or that game you'll see in a facebook live thus far in my opinion (laughs) so if you haven't seen wedding of a lifetime yet here is the premise darby sinclair brooke played by brooke dorsey 
and Jake Johnson, played by Jonathan Bennett, they are a couple who have been engaged for 10 years. They've known each other forever, literally. And they are about to actually call it off. They, they're just like, we can't, you know, the magic is gone. There's, there's, there's no more to be had within this relationship. And just as they're about to tell their family that they are calling off their engagement and they're breaking up, they get surprised at what was supposed to be a small town meeting. But they are surprised by their small town as they are nominated for a competition called Wedding of a Lifetime, where they will compete to win the wedding of their dreams. And they're just like, what in the world? So they go through a series of challenges, both in knowledge of one another and physically, physical challenges, um, to ultimately win this Wedding of a Lifetime. And as they're doing that, you're seeing the dynamics of their relationship some concerns that each other that each other has had, but also how they are there for one another and what each one contributes to the relationship. And in turn, it makes them even stronger than they were before they started. And uh, this movie ends with a beautiful wedding. So I want to start off by talking about Jonathan and Brooke, respectively. Jonathan, the movies that I've seen him in thus far haven't been my favorite, but, like, they're okay. You know, they get the job done. If you need a movie to kind of just hit you in your cheese shop really quick, then by all means. But what he gave to this movie for me, it was beautiful. He provided the wacky, fun, hilarious facial expressions, number one. But even physical comedy, number two, that denotes a romantic comedy in my opinion this felt like a romantic comedy it I was ha ha laughing and Jonathan I need to see him in like I I would love to see him in more things like this moving forward but along with that I felt like we also got to see a great show of of depth which I felt like was a good thing with this movie for me I think they were able to balance the depth and the humor within this movie because the previous week, I felt like it was too deep with merry-go-round. It wasn't as lighthearted as I would want it to be. And so with it not being as lighthearted and then me just being emotionally exhausted by all of these mediocre movies that we've been getting lately, I was kind of in the pits. And this movie brought me out of the pits and I'm grateful for it. And I'm grateful for Jonathan to contributing for contributing to that. And Brooke, she is just really, really good. Her, again, her facial expressions, like you really believe what she's saying. And I love the two of them together. Again, seeing them in their Facebook Live, you can see that they have a care for one another that I think really translated on screen. And I want to dive into three scenes that were my favorite, that were hilarious to me. So the first one is when they are quote unquote training for this competition before it even starts. And his mom brings her friend and she made this kale and charcoal smoothie, which looks like evil. And he drinks it. 
And the way he spits it out just brought so much joy to my life. It, I was just like, this is what I'm talking about. This is it. This is what I need in my life. This is what I'm talking about. And then whilst they're in the competition, the pro- producers and cameras are everywhere. They want to film everything and they can never have a moment by themselves. And so they were trying to get a moment by themselves to reconnect or to connect with one another, sans cameras, producers, scripting, all of that. And the way they sneak out of the hotel by them lying down on the escalator, like it was just ridiculous and I enjoyed every minute of that and then last but definitely not least we need to raise our glasses to the two tv anchors that carry the storyline of the competition throughout this entire movie with the woman being so passive aggressive because the two tv anchors were are married in this and the hus- like the the wife was just she was mad passive aggressive the entire time and you could tell he was just fed up <laughs> and so at one point right the day before the wedding um she said something side of, like something smart out the side of her mouth and he and to wrap up the segment he steps in front of her and closer to the camera and then she falls in, in next to him and like moves up next to him and then Brooke moves up like it was just you need to watch it this is not a movie that that is just background like no 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 you have to watch it you need to see people's facial expressions. You need to see the physical comedy. You need to you need to watch this movie. This movie for me is a solid four crowns. Really, really enjoyed it. I it was refreshing. This is and oh, can we this is this is the big kahuna of the entire movie. Are you ready for this? It was set in the fall. What a concept. We actually got a fall movie and fall into love. I wasn't even expecting that, which is bad news bears. Like to the point, I don't even expect a fall movie anymore. And you give me one? Hashtag pumpkin everything. I'm so, I was so happy seeing all of the trees, the sweaters, they actually had an autumn theme challenge. <sighs> was that so hard? And the the movie wasn't autumn focused. Like for instance, the last two movies in the Fall into Love lineup that we're getting on October 9th and then the what is that? 15th. I think that's the 15th that Saturday. Or 16th. That, like, they're called, the two movies are called Pumpkin Everything and Autumn in the City. Autumn doesn't have to be the plot. This is a perfect example of how Autumn doesn't need to be the plot, but dang it, it could be set in Autumn. Same with Love's Portrait. That was set in the fall, but it was, fall wasn't the plot. That's all I'm asking out of my Fall into Love lineup. Fall doesn't have to be the plot. Sure, it's beautiful and great when it is. But it doesn't have to be. But can we at least have our movie set in the fall? That's all I'm asking. And with that being said, I'm super hyped. This movie was set in the fall, and I was it gave me everything. Because okay, earlier to earlier that day, but um, I was hanging out with my dad, and 
we went to a bookshop. Like I was doing autumnal moody things, you know what I'm saying? I went to this independent bookshop, got a couple of books. Then we went to an ice cream shop and I got pumpkin ice cream. And then I was drinking, like I was already, my autumnal heart, the tank of my autumnal heart was being filled. And then it went to overflow watching this movie. That's all that I want. I just need my autumnal tank to be filled. We'll see with Fly Away With Me, which we'll get into in the weekend watching guy, because that's the movie that's coming on this weekend. But I'm not holding my breath. I'm not holding my breath. I mean, they're good with this, but I'm not holding my breath. But you guys, so those are my thoughts about Wedding of a Lifetime. I appreciated it. It's lightheartedness, the autumnal feels, the chemistry between Brooke and Jonathan, the story. It, it was it was solid for me. It, it was solid for me. So let me know what you thought about this movie. You could leave me a voice message. There's a link in the show notes that will take you to a page where you're able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts. And I'll play it here on the podcast. In fact, that's what we're about to do once we come back from this micro break. So stay tuned. Hello, Dara. I really enjoy your podcast. Um, you know what I am looking forward to? I'm looking forward to some fresh Christmas show ideas. I know that uh, Andrew Walker has already shot one or is in the process. And I know that Ryan Pavey is recently just left. But honestly, I'd like to see something that is not a retread or tired or something that we've seen like four or five seasons ago. So keep up the great work. And I really enjoy this. Oh, and my name is Vicki. Bye. Well, thank you, Vicki, for your message and your kind words about my podcast. I'm so happy that you are enjoying it. And I'm with you, friend. It's time, like, I love our usual suspects, but it's time for some, some great new fresh Christmas content that still hits us, that still hits us in our feels, you know? I, I'm with you 100%. I know, yeah, you're right. Ryan is, he's about to, or he probably already left to film. We saw Andrew posting about his, it's Christmas filming season in Hallmark great american family and well we don't know about up tv but in hallmark and great american family land so it's exciting times though is there a usual suspects film that you're looking forward to the most like are you looking forward to chris palajas or will kemp's or um allison sweeney's or Lacey chabert's is there a hallmark actor or actress vicky that you are most looking forward to watching this christmas season and what would be an idea for a fresh Christmas movie? What we should have a Christmas mini series, a scripted Christmas mini series. I think that would be cool just to offer a bit of diversity in programming since all they're playing are movies. I think we should do a special on Fridays instead of doing movies 
we should have that mini series. And then maybe after Thanksgiving or in December, do premieres of movies on Friday nights. That's just a thought. And I literally made it up right now. <laughs> literally made it up as I was talking. But again, Vicky, thank you so much. So if you are someone out there who has thoughts about Hallmark movies, actors, Christmas, fall, apple cider, great American family, up TV, whatever, holler at me through voicemail. Like I said in the last segment, there is a link in the show notes that will take you to a page where you are able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts. So let's get into this weekend watching guide because we got a good one this weekend, you guys. You guys. The queen of 2022 herself, Miss Brittany Bristow, is back with her third movie of the year on her third network. Her first one premiered January on UpTV called The Story of Love. Her second one premiered, I want to say, in May. April or May, A Tale of Love, and that on Hallmark Channel. And now we are getting a royal seaside romance, which stars the wonderful, the talented, the lovely Brittany Bristow. And I don't know what it is lately, but I have been loving seaside themed stuff. I've been enjoying, I read this beautiful book called Beyond the Tide, which was set in a Canadian seaside town um, and explored, it was an enemies to lovers book, which explored the relationship of lobster fishermen. It was so interesting. It sounds weird, but it's really, it was really, really good. There's some spicy moments, okay, I wasn't prepared for it. But it was really, really good. And the setting just really did something to me. And I blame the Christmas sale for this. The Christmas sale opened me up to a world of seaside wonder that I don't think I can ever go back from. Like, I am all here for a seaside town, a cove, a harbor, much like in Always Amore, like an island off the coast of... You know what I'm saying? Like in Splash of Love, it was a cove. So I am here for a seaside something or other. And we're in autumn. And it's royal. I mean, you might as well just propose to me right now. Like, this is the movie of my dreams. This is literally everything I would want in a movie. In a movie. Unless it's enemies to lovers and fake dating. That I'm not sure. And I'm trying to think based off of the trailer, if this is one of those, oh, I don't know that you're a prince until the very end. Maybe we find out ahead of time. In either event, it premieres this Saturday at 8. And simultaneously, if you want to watch this and DVR the other movie that's going to be premiering on Hallmark Channel, starring Natalie Hall and Peter Mooney, it's called Fly Away With Me. The premise of this is that Natalie Hall's character, we're not sure of her name yet, she moves into this apartment building that has a strict no pet policy. However, her next door neighbor or her neighbor across the, across the hall, no pun intended, from her 
has a dog and then this I guess a stray bird comes and so she takes in the bird or something like that and so they're now trying to navigate sneakily having these pets in the building while not trying to get kicked out but he's also a pilot and she wants adventure I don't know how it's all going to come together and the premise look ridiculous looks ridiculous and I'm a little bit nervous but I'm going in with about five percent of hope because I can't keep being dead inside this entire time. I just can't. I don't have the emotion to be on with. <laughs> I just can't. So I am going in with 5% of hope that this will not be like a Where Your Heart Belongs or a Marry Me in Yosemite. So we will see. Come next week. Next. Woo, woo, woo. On Sunday. Up TV at 7 p.m. is giving us, and I am not making this title up. It's called Plus One at an Amish Wedding. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave that there. The second one, Hallmark Channel, Chesapeake Shores, Episode 7. Y'all, we are almost through the last season with my O'Brien family. And... I, I don't know. I do know what I'm going to do after Chesapeake Shores, but still, I, I'm sad that I am living through this moment now. I was sure, as I am a latecomer to Chesapeake Shores, that I would have a couple more seasons to be able to watch live. Because I couldn't watch season five live because I think I was still in season two or three, so I avoided those like the plague. But I, it's, it's sad. It's It's sad. And last, but definitely not least, oh, let's give a round of applause because we are actually getting a mystery on Hallmark Movies and Mystery. Woo! What a concept. We are getting Francesca Quinn, P.I., played by the remarkable, talented Mallory Jansen, who is, if you see her profile or the publicity photo for this, you don't want to mess with her, Okay. I like that we're taking the private investigator route. So she is like a detective, but not. And I love that it's Mallory Jansen. I love that we're getting her in a mystery. I love that it is a mystery. Because you have you, do you guys realize we haven't received a new mystery since Curious Caterer? Which premiered April 10th. It's been exactly five months since we've gotten a mystery. This will be the fourth mystery of the year with Nikki and Nora starring Hunter King and Rhiannon Fish coming in October. That's going to be, I believe the Nikki and Nora one comes on the Sunday before Christmas starts. No, that's the James Denton movie. So when oh Nikki and Nora is October 2nd. So literally we're getting two mysteries back to back and that's it for the year because Christmas starts. We're not getting another Hallmark movies and mystery movie on October 9th. We're actually taking a break unless they want to throw something in last minute. And then October 16th, which is the Sunday before Countdown to Christmas starts, we're getting Perfect Harmony with James Denton and another young lady whose name escapes me right now. So the fact that they've done five mysteries this entire year, whereas they've probably done th- how many dramas? Because I've actually been keeping tabs of the dramas. They've 
So they've done 14 dramas to five mysteries. Or it will be, um, it'll be 14 so far. And then it'll be 15 with the Perfect Harmony movie. 15 dramas to five mysteries. That's not, that's not a copostatic ratio. We could have divided that up and have, and could have done 10 and 10. We could have done 10 and 10. Um, I do have thoughts and I'm gonna save it for a separate episode gushing about the mysteries, but I'm grateful that we're getting two before Christmas starts in Hallmark land. Well, you guys, uh, that concludes my thoughts for this episode. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I'm always encouraged and feel the love from you guys via Instagram and Facebook. If you guys haven't followed or subscribed or all of those actions and verbs that require you to engage in Dear Hallmark content, partake in those. Dear Hallmark is on Instagram we are on Facebook and doubly on Facebook. There's a book club. We are going to be reading Autumn in the Vineyard and I'm going to be doing a Facebook Live October 20th and right before Christmas to kind of give us that fall vibe, that fall feel. And the book club is us just reading the books that inspire the Hallmark movies, really. So you guys there's links in the show notes for you to click on for all of that there's a youtube channel you can subscribe to if you want to see my facial expressions and so on and so forth and you want to make sure you're subscribed to that youtube channel because during the christmas season i will not be reviewing every movie on the podcast there are going to be some reviews that are on youtube and some reviews that are on the podcast. So, so you want to make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel and that you're subscribed to the podcast, especially because these episodes are becoming more sporadic <laughs> because the Hallmark decides to just shove all these movies down our throats out of nowhere. Ugh. In any event, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate and review the podcast if you haven't already, if you're listening via Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Rating and reviewing the podcast does wonders for the algorithm on both platforms and it pushes the podcast up so that other people can see it and they'll be able to be introduced to other Hallmark content that they didn't know was out there. So this is my fourth close. Again, thank you. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Ciao, my friends.